Nate, and we are back with our predictions for the quarterfinals. Uh, game one, we have Uruguay versus France. Julian, I'm going to go to you first. Uh, Uruguay put in the same disciplined, tactically sound, and focused performance they did against Portugal. They'll win this match. Even without Cavani, I'll take good old-fashioned Garacharua over this French squad. Uh, I think Uruguay will push this French team around. And I know this is a bold prediction, but my heart's with Uruguay. Michael, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to have to agree. Um, This is the type of match in which Luis Suarez flourishes. He shines in the role of the underdog, uh, and this will certainly be the case if Cavani is absent. Look for him to be as plucky as ever. Um, this is this is this is the type of match where he gets red carded, uh, but for the greater good. Um, but uh, no, I I think that even though France has a lot of quality going forward, I uh, have faith in Godin, the Uruguayan back line to shut them down. Uruguay to win. Perfect, uh, Bridget. Yeah, um, of course, as I've revealed, now Uruguay is my team, now that Spain is gone. So there's a bias here, but I think it's going to be Uruguay. Whatever France did against Argentina, Uruguay have been much more coordinated, and they're a brick wall of defense. Uh, France has not been consistently successful, or obviously with it, throughout this tournament. Um, I'd be very surprised if they can break through Godin, Jimenez, and Caceres, if those three are on form. Um and there's a New Yorker article that was that before the World Cup saying that the, they would not be surprised if Luis Suarez rides a bear onto the pitch. And I'm just maybe hoping that happens. I <laughs> uh, can't disagree with, uh, with what's been said here. Uruguay uh, looks organized. Uh, they're not only fighting for themselves, but they're fighting for their manager. Uh, and I think that's what this game is going to come down to is you have Tabarez on one side who is tactically astute, and you have Deschamps on the other side, who is tactically stupid. Um, it's true. Uh, look for Deschamps to get fired at the end of this game, and Zidane announced on a 10-year contract with the French national team. <laughs> Uruguay to win it. Very true, very true. Uh, Uruguay to win in 90 minutes. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, uh, I'm going to go to the Brazil versus Belgium game uh, on that side of the bracket. Uh, Bridget, I'll go to you first. I just think Brazil will outflourish Belgium, and I'm really looking forward to watching it. Um, despite what everyone's been saying about Belgium, they don't strike me as special enough to beat Brazil. They're on par with many other squads. They are good, but I just don't believe they're equal to Brazil. Perfect. Uh, Michael, what are you thinking? Um, at a more sane tournament, this should really be the final, or at least uh, a semi-final. Uh, it's a shame that one yeah. of these teams has to go home while the likes of Sweden and Russia may still be in the tournament. Uh, I'm hoping for a classic. I think if Lukaku uh, makes amends for his misses against Japan, uh, this could be very exciting. If Brazil are to go forward, they'll do so on the back of Coutinho. Um but I think the Belgians will prevail uh, two to one. My bonus prediction is that uh, I, I, I suspect um, that uh, there's probably a conversation that's happened with Neymar uh, and that he probably won't be uh, rolling around on the ground like he's on fire uh, against Belgium as he did uh, against Mexico. Julian? I could write a book on this, but I'm going to try to be as brief as I can. I, I can't pick a winner here. Um, to me, this is a toss-up. 
Um, Brazil is just has an incredible midfield. I mean, William, Paulinho, Casemiro, Costa, Fernandinho. I mean, they, they, these are world-class players. Belgium uh, can throw this Brazilian squad off. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I, I, I used to be a big fan of Eden Hazard, but he has to step up here. Um, you know, Steve and I have had conversations about his quality, and Steve, I think, has finally convinced me that he's not as good as I'd like to think he is. Uh, I think De Bruyne is being wasted by being played so deep. But I can see Belgium, you know, really kind of taking this match. But in the end, uh, in the end, these squads on paper are just e- e- just evenly matched for me. I think this is going to be a classic. Well, I'm hoping it's a classic. Um, for me, I, I'm picking Belgium in this game. Uh, I'm... Uh, although I think they will sorely miss uh, Nangolin uh, that they didn't bring to this tournament. I think that was a very big mistake because I think he would be uh, very well utilized in a game like this. Look for Belgium to play on the counter, uh, possibly drop Mertens uh, and create more steel in the midfield to have De Bruyne on the right wing, Hazard on the left and Lukaku up top where they can attack uh, with pace, which is something that Brazil really has not yet faced in this tournament. Um, look for Neymar to get hurt. I have, a, I just have this very, I, ha- I actually have this feeling that this time when he rolls around on the ground, it's going to be for a very real reason. Uh, look for Fellaini to probably be the player that hurts him. Uh, that's my bold prediction for this game. Um, Belgium to win. But uh, I have a feeling we're going to see extra time and possibly penalties. And if Neymar misses, there's my second bold prediction for this game is Neymar misses the penalty that uh, that sends Brazil home. Let's hope so. Wouldn't that be a delay? Um, we're going to move now to uh, Russia versus Croatia. Uh, Michael, I'll go to you first. Um, I really struggle with the anti-football of Russia, especially in light of their exciting games uh, in the first round. Uh, I think that Russia will play a more open game. <laughs> this is actually going to be their downfall. Rakitic and Modric <laughs> will dissect them, and Croatia is going to win 3-1. to one. Julian? Uh, Croatia, by all rights, should win this match. Uh, they have the pace, they have the skill, they have the height. But Russia has the nation and faith behind them. And I, I think, you know, if they can mark, man-mark Modric out of the game, I can truly see Russia coming away with the upset. Um, they will they will probably defend the way they did against Spain. Uh, and, uh, you know, the question that needs to be asked is if they can attack at this time. But I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take, uh, take Russia for the upset. Uh, Bridget, what did you think? Uh, this is going to be tedious. <laughs> Whatever happens. I don't like big dude football. I mean, like, football that's designed to win at the expense of entertaining. I'm hoping that it's going to be Croatia, but I don't know if that's because I'm angry with Russia for beating Spain. I'm really bad for grudges like that. (laughs) Uh, uh, Croatia should win the match and probably will. Russia's starting to look tired. Uh, However, I do think they'll cause some problems. I think we're going to see another uh, very tight game uh, and possibly extra time and penalties again, just because I have this very sneaking suspicion that Croatia is going to show up thinking that they're, that they're going to win in the same way that Spain may have shown up when they played Russia. Um, So 
if it goes to penalties, I'll pick Russia. Uh, if there's a winner before then, it will be Croatia. Uh, and then lastly, on to uh, Sweden versus England. Julian, I'll go to you first. Incredible opportunity for England. Uh, they, they, they have to take this opportunity. Um, everybody's been talking about Sweden's tenacity and the fact that you know they've now eliminated the Dutch, the Italians. They gave Mexico a thumping. And technically, you can say they kind of eliminated Germany. Um, but uh, I think England uh, got a big monkey off their back after the Columbia game. And I could see England going from strength to strength and handling Sweden quite efficiently. Excuse me. Um, if Sweden want to go through, they're just going to have to actually score first. Uh, if they do that, I could see England having some serious problems. But I actually believe that England will be the team that scores first and will put Sweden on their back foot, forcing them to attack. And they just can't. They just can't seem to attack. Like they have to counter attack. So I'm taking the English. Uh, Bridget, what do you think? Well, I'm actually going to make a prediction here. <laughs> um, seeing England hold it together against Colombia and watching Sweden win by what was essentially a Swiss mistake, I think it's going to be an England victory. Maybe it's unwise to underestimate Sweden, but I've seen more consistent performance from England than Sweden in this particular competition. So I'm thinking it's going to be England. But then again, my husband is English, so I clearly have some sort of... I can't... I can't I can't plead neutrality on this one. Uh, Michael, your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to disagree. Ooh. This will be contentious. No. Um, I think this is where the English dream comes to an end. Um, Sweden won't deserve to go forward, but I think that they will. Um, I believe that nothing harms an English side more than confidence and pressure combined. Oh. And for the first time in the tournament, people really expect England to deliver. And I'm afraid that they're going to collapse, uh, as they nearly did at the end of the game or match mm -hmm. against Colombia. I'm going to say 1-0 to Sweden in a thoroughly frustrating and terrible match. Um, that's actually – that's a you make a very good point about the confidence and pressure thing. Um, for me, I think the real weight's actually off of English shoulders at this point. Uh, they did, you know, first time in four world in in you know four World Cup shootouts. Now that they they won a penalty shootout and first in seven uh, international tournaments that they've won a shootout. Um, uh, for me, Sweden has impressed me thus far with their style of play or lack thereof. Uh, should not be underestimated. You just have to. I can only picture like Zlatan Ibrahimovic just like seething, seething at this point and just thinking, why why is Zlatan not in this team? Uh, and like uh, that, referring that, that, that's to That's the himself. only pleasure I get from from uh, Sweden's success is knowing uh, Zlatan's frustration. <laughs> I think England should win this game uh, in regular time, and I think they're actually going to do it without too many bookings uh, in order to make sure that all of their players are available for the semi final. Uh, and hopefully an eventual final at that point. Um, with that, um, I'd like to thank Bridget for joining us again this week. And I'd also like to thank Michael on his first appearance on the show. We look forward to hearing from you uh, both again in the future. Oh, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, we have super exciting news as well. Uh, starting this week, you'll be able to follow our podcast uh, through iTunes, Google Play Music, 
Uh, and we hope this allows us to create further outreach in the future to further democratize the podcast and include a wide variety of voices on the show. Uh, our next show will be airing after the quarterfinals, where we will again break down the matches and look forward to the semifinals. We might actually also touch on a few of the transfers that have been happening in the recent weeks. Ronaldo to Juventus. <laughs> I said next week, not right now. Yeah. Can I, can I just say he really knows how to pick like the most most loathsome teams, doesn't he? No, no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> From fascists to criminals. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, once again, I'm Steve. My co-host is Julian. This has been Bella Hoodman's Curse. Thank you for listening. <laughs>